Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Today, I am here with Alpa Machin, and we're going to be talking about the magic of medicine in our kitchens. You are listening to Creating Wellness from Within, a podcast devoted to helping you live your best life through self-care and wellness. In each episode, we strive to offer you actionable advice and tools to help you on your journey towards greater personal wellness. I am your host, Amy Zellmer. I am editor-in-chief of Minnesota Yoga and Life magazine and the Brain Health magazine. Additionally, I've published four books on the topic of brain injury and concussion. I am passionate about yoga, wellness, photography, travel, and all things glittery. You can learn more about me at creatingwellnessfromwithin.com. Today, my guest is Alpa Machin, and she is a Bay Area nutrition expert, motivational speaker, and a certified holistic health and wellness coach. She has successfully helped women worldwide rediscover their energy, conquer stress, and feel connected with themselves. Her signature program, Shine From Within, has empowered women to feel, live, and eat better. Welcome, Alpa. I'm so happy to have you here. Hi, Amy. I am so happy to be here, too. Well, I am really excited to talk about this topic of, you know, the magic of the medicine in our kitchen. And, you know, I think it's sort of become like a buzz phrase that food is medicine, Um, but it's so true. And I think the more that we hear this, the more we can begin to explore it in our own kitchens. So where would you like to start it? I think uh, it may have become a buzzword now, but if you go back a little bit in history, uh, this Greek doctor had uh, very famously quoted saying that led medicine, your food be thy medicine, you know, uh, hypocrites yes. had said that. And it is something so simple and successful, but completely forgotten. Yeah, it is only now with uh, our access to the social media and all the knowledge on Google that we're able to realize how important food is to us from sunrise to sunset, you know, and everything in between. So it is it is something I am extremely passionate about, not just on a personal level, but on a professional level as well. Because I believe it is about the minute things. It's about the smaller things that come on our plate in our kitchens that make a long lifetime difference to how we live and we feel every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're so right. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's only been in modern history that we've had processed foods, right? Um, The convenience of opening a box or, you know, microwaving a TV dinner. Um, I remember as a child, it was such a treat to have a TV dinner. Um, Like once a month, my mom would, we'd we'd literally make our TV dinners and eat them in the living room and watch TV. Um, But with that comes the downfall, right? Of eating all these processed foods. Um, So, you know, what, what are some of your strategies to help people 
start eliminating that from their diet and um, using food more medicinally? I think the simplest uh, and most effective way is a little bit of planning, which goes a long way. You know, you're either planning to fail or failing to plan. If we just plan a little bit uh, in advance, uh, you don't have to do two weeks of meal planning, uh, even if you make sure that you take into account what is there in your pantry before you head out to the supermarket for your groceries. And you remember that what you buy when you're out there is what comes into your kitchen and then eventually comes onto your plate. Um, I always make sure I go to the grocery shopping when I am uh, full. I never yeah. go empty stomach, which is such a simple thing because we tend to get attracted to more processed stuff, things that we probably shouldn't eat. We will buy it as an impulse and we will probably regret and have that guilt feeling later, which is not very helpful either. But I always say simple planning, uh, you know, buying a vegetable that you could use in many ways, as simple as spinach. You could have it raw as a salad, you could steam, you could saute, throw it in a quiche, have it as a side with your uh, proteins. Uh, there are so, uh, the famous green smoothie and green juices that are yeah. so popular. There are so many ways of using one single vegetable. So make very conscious efforts to buy the right ingredient. When you buy the right ingredient, you will automatically consume the right ingredients. Um, I had a client a few weeks back who, because I help a lot of moms feed their kids better as well. I have a five and nine year old. And she said, how do I make my kids stop eating X, Y, Z? And my simple answer to her was stop buying it. Yeah. If your kid does not see it, they cannot eat it. It's it's as simple as that. Uh, plan your meals. Uh, make sure that what you're buying is going to make you feel better and not guilty after eating it. And it's okay. Once in a while, it's okay to have something out of a box, as you said, but avoid as many things as possible that come in a box, that come in a plastic uh, jar or a bag, because the more whole processed food you will eat, the lesser cravings, the lesser uh, consumption of uh, bad nutrients or bad foods will go into your body. You will feel better. Your family will feel better. You know, you will have more energy, whether to spend time with your kids, to concentrate and focus on your work. Uh, so it's a ripple effect of one vegetable that can have so many benefits in every aspect of your life. Mm. You know, and I, the whole planning thing, you know, it seems so simple, right? Um, but it's really effective. And I know I like to plan um, not necessarily my meals, but I, I plan like my snacks, my little like grab and go when I, when I need a little snack in the middle of the day, um, on Sundays, I try to make batches of different things. So I have a little bit of variety too. So I'm not right. just eating the same thing every day. Um, 
And that has helped me a lot to have, I try to make like a high protein, um, healthy snack to snack on. Um, and that helps me a lot when I do that. I can tell when I don't do that, that's when I go to the grocery store hungry or, you know, pick up a bag of chips, right? Like the two things that I never leave my home without is my bottle of water and a small bag of nuts and seeds. Uh, you know, uh, the uh, easy way of making that happen is that when you go to, say, a big market like a Costco or a Sam's Club and you buy the big packets, you could involve your kids in that too. You know, everyone can throw in a few of the variety of nuts in a big mixing jar and then you easily transfer them into smaller Ziplocs. They could go in your kids' snack. Uh, I give it to my husband for work. I always have it handy in my bag. So if I don't have something ready to eat at a snack time, the easiest thing to grab is that Ziploc. And on uh, the weekend planning, if I can, when I can, uh, which is effective to everybody, is chopping vegetables. I think it's not the cooking part uh, per se, but it's a lot of time consumption that goes into chopping vegetables. Yeah, the prep. So when you buy something like your carrots and zucchini, cucumber, celery, I always chop them and keep them accessible in the fridge. So maybe just a handful of nuts, some chopped wedges, and maybe a cube of cheese. And then I have a full platter ready uh, to consume without any guilt, giving me energy instead of going in for that fourth, fifth cup of coffee because you're feeling sluggish at two o'clock, three o'clock. Uh, you know, they always say almonds uh, and apples provide you the highest form of energy. And that is why they always say to have an apple first thing in the morning because it sets you up in a better way instead of reaching for that extra cup of caffeine or a sugary drink you know you know I stayed with a friend recently and she has two small children and for breakfast like I was just so impressed with like she'd just pull things out of the fridge and chop them up like chopping up an apple and um she'd make an egg while we ate some chopped up apples and I think there was maybe raisins in with it too, but it was so simple, but it was, it, you know, it was something that tasted really good and, and kind of got us through till she had her eggs ready. And when I, when I go on a road trip, I'm a fan of going to Costco and getting big bags of things and then putting it into small individual Ziplocs. So I can just grab a baggie of nuts or trail mix and something easy to eat while I'm driving. And I think um, one of the most important factors as women and mums is that we need to get over the guilt factor. If the plate we are offering the other member of the family, is it good enough? Every meal doesn't have to be a fancy meal. A simple lentil soup with a slice of sourdough will go a long way in, you know, setting up good habits. Um, if we uh, include like four or five very important universal, how do I call it, superfoods, um, you know, lentils, beans, uh, your kidney beans, your chickpeas, these are very good for your budget and for your stomach 
because they are not as expensive as say a kale or a farmer's market bought zucchini but these actually feed the whole family and again you could have them as a soup you could have them as a dip like a hummus and or you can always just boil some keep it handy in the fridge and throw them some in a salad always and mm-hmm. these days everybody has an air fryer throwing in some chickpeas with some salt pepper paprika in the air fryer and there we have the most delicious snack oh my gosh i'm trying that i one of the best things i discovered was buying a bag of dried chickpeas i think are they also called garbanzo beans yes um, that's right and i literally soaked them overnight put them in the crock pot all day and then put them in the blender with like a little bit of oil, salt and pepper and made my hummus. I was like for like $2, I made a giant thing of hummus that would cost like $12 at the store. And it was delicious. And it was so easy, right? Mm -hmm. It's just about that five extra minutes of making it happen. Um, and there, everybody is happy because you could use one uh, particular item, like as you said, the garbanzo beans or chickpeas, and use it in so many different dishes. Um, I think one of the other tricks which I very regularly follow is when you're serving fruits to the whole family or for yourself. The first thing I do in the morning is I set up a full platter of fruits. You could always cut it up. You could put it in the way that it's easily accessible. When it's there, you will eat it. Your mm-hmm. kids will eat it because it's there. I think by the time it's noon, the full platter is gone. Uh, because, you know, when you're talking about berries, uh, when you're talking about apples, you're talking about all these healthy fruits. They are going to give you so much of energy and the nutrients all at once. And since you mentioned the crock pot, uh, one of the other favorites are the oatmeals. Mm, Universally yes. available, good for your budget. And uh, they are the simplest way. Throw in some delicious berries on top of your uh, oatmeal, bananas, nuts. Nuts are another healthy fats. Uh, and actually, these days with what the world is going through, Nuts actually help you lower your depression because the kind of antibodies it provides, which is a fantastic uh, item to include in your food. Mm, so wonderful. Oh. Hi. Um, excuse me. You know, growing up in, uh, I grew up in. Uh, I grew up in a. Uh, wonderful middle-class household back in India and I the best memories I have of my childhood is my mom making food every day you know even if it would be one dish but the fact that it was fresh and it you know the house would smell of that aroma it would you know uh, make us hungry because we could smell it we could see it being cooked and um, we were always uh, excited for our meal. We w- would always look forward to it because we could see the process of her buying it from the vegetable vendor and, you know, sitting and chatting with us while we do our homework, chopping the veggies. 
I understand that that's not something as working women, it's possible for all of us to do now. But doing things where everybody gets involved makes it easier for everybody to um, incorporate in their lives. You know, taking the kids to uh, your farmer's market or vegetable shopping actually gets them intrigued. And um, I get so tempted. That's why I have to go to the supermarket full stomach because yes. all those colors <laughs> are so attractive. I want to buy more than I need. But um, I think the other thing, uh, a very big superfood would be ginger. Mm. You know, ginger has, uh, as ginger. we grow older, we are more stressed. We sleep less. A lot of times we consume food which sort of does not uh, agree with our system, causing inflammation. So when we consume ginger, ginger has very high anti-inflammation properties. So, you know, consuming it, whether in your stir fries or just boiling that water, having a cup of tea with maybe a dash of lime juice or honey, it helps us sleep better. It helps our gut. And it definitely, there's a reason they say the Asians live longer because they consume ginger in the highest amount possible. Wow. Um, you know, and um, it's something that you also give pregnant women because it helps you with the nausea and um, sickness, whether morning sickness, when you're traveling, seasickness. So mm -hmm. ginger is one of the superfoods I always suggest people to incorporate. And um, it's easily available. And it's so inexpensive to buy a hunk of ginger root, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the other um, uh, superfoods that, by God's grace, I grew up with is turmeric. It's like the mm. world's number one superfood. Um, and the secret behind the turmeric is that it has the ability to fight pain. Uh, you know, whenever, as growing up, whenever we would be sick, our mom would just give us a glass of milk with turmeric and some sugar in it. And uh, I still associate cold nights with a sniffling nose with a glass of turmeric uh, milk. And just throwing a spoon of that in your soup or when you're grilling your proteins, or just diluting it with your ginger tea. Uh, it's a fantastic way to increase your immunity, which is something we could all use right now. Mm -hmm. uh, it has this uh, antibody, which is called the curcumin, which is what helps our bodies to improve our immunity and you know, be disease-free and uh, helps us not to be so easily susceptible to all the colds and coughs, which are all around us right now. Yeah. Turmeric is also such a great anti-inflammatory. Um, I know in the brain injury world, it's, it's definitely one of the first supplements um, that they turn to. And, you know, I never thought about it much, like how to incorporate it into dishes. Um, but I mean, it doesn't actually have a, it has flavor, but it's not like overpowering. So I, I could see where you could hide it in a lot of things and get the benefit. So, you know, in my cooking, uh, funny enough that I don't know how to cook without turmeric. It's like <laughs> salt, pepper, turmeric are the three yep. 
go-tos for every dish that I make. So whether you're grilling your cauliflower, which is another superfood, uh, you could throw some of, and you don't have to put like a tablespoon, just a dash of it, a little bit goes a long way. So, you know, as I said, your pumpkin soups, tomato soups, your grilled uh, meats, um, maybe just a glass of warm water with some turmeric, you know, just diluted on cold days or cool evenings. There are many ways to just include it. I usually avoid, I grew up with a father who is a vegetarian and is a meditation coach and trainer himself who never depended on medicines. You have a bad throat, have some ginger juice. Your throat is not good, chew on a clove. You're not feeling well, maybe go have, uh, you know, something out of the kitchen is what we always got. And I think I understand the aspect now more than ever, how beneficial it has been, you know, to survive this pandemic by God's grace without uh, uh, any illnesses up till now. And I hope it remains that way. It's just because of these small little things. Because as you were mentioning for the turmeric, it actually uh, prevents uh, heart diseases as well as lowers your cholesterol as well, you know, especially with the consumption of processed food. Mm -hmm. That is something uh, we could look at. Lesser packaged food, more whole foods. That's it. That's the only thing we should have on in big letters in everybody's kitchen, you know. Yeah. And I like you've talked about soups a lot and soups can be so filling and so healthy and relatively easy to make. Like you can throw things in a crock pot and let it simmer all day. Um, My mom in the winter, she is the queen of soups. She makes all the soups and, you know, they're just they're just hearty and delicious. Right. And, you know, they freeze very well, too. For Mm -hmm. people who cannot cook uh, every day and very often, you could always make a big batch and you could freeze, uh, you know, some uh, boxes of it uh, as you feel. But I always have like, even after a long day of work, I'll always have some sort of lentil or soup simmering in the kitchen because that one bowl provides you so much of nutrients because if you've had a busy day, you probably not have time to have lunch. You know, you could come back. And as you said, the crock pots, the slow cooker, the instant pot, there are so many easy ways to incorporate those nutrients in our life. Just with that, how we started with that little bit of planning. That's all. Mm. Yeah. Alpa, this has been such useful information. Just thank you so much for sharing all of these easy little tips. I I've taken a ton of notes (laughs) listening to you. Um, so Alpa, tell us a little bit, um, your website will be in the show notes. So wherever you're listening, you can click through to her website, but tell us a little bit about what people can find and how they can work with you. Uh, they can reach out to me through my email, through my website, the Facebook uh, page, or the Instagram. Um, I help women, you know, rediscover their energies. 
uh, we are so used to putting ourselves in the back burner. Yeah. But we have to remember, we have to put on our oxygen mask first before we put mm-hmm. it on somebody else. We need to fill our cups. Um, and I think we all have to do that by small steps. It's the small everyday habits that bring an all-round development, personally, professionally, and they have to refresh your mind, body, and soul. You know, uh, we are all so stressed out, always on the go, but we have to learn to take care of our, not just the physical body, but the mental health as well, because uh, health is not just a number on the scale. You know, health Mm -hmm. is so much more. And whether it in terms of your relationships, in terms of uh, your stress, anxiety, and what we put on our plates, as well as what we are feeding our mind with. And this is what I help uh, my clients with. And my mission is just to make sure that people live and eat better. We are all capable of not slugging through this blessed life but actually enjoying our life every single day and it is easy to do that you have to make a commitment to yourself to do it and I will be your guide on the side on that wellness journey making you feel your best that you've always wished to feel Mm. Alpa thank you so much for being here today it has just been lovely chatting with you Thank you so much, Amy. The pleasure has been all mine. And I look forward uh, to seeing you more. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please consider leaving a five-star review wherever you're listening to help others on their own wellness journey discover this podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode.